like my ale like I like my men, dark and rich. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderbrew Distillery here in Karanos Dunmoro. Dust off your favourite drinking mug, order a pint of Rhapsody Malt and settle in. It's time for another round of Tavern Cast with your hosts Cromley, Aloysius Carrigan Kernpater. We'll bring ye tools, tips, tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. Welcome to TavernCast for the week of August 1st, 2005. This is Aloysius. Cromley. Karg. And Kernkater. Welcome to the show. And this week's show is brought to you by Warsteiner Dunkel, our favorite beer of the week. So we want to give a big welcome to a new host on TavernCast. Her name is Kernkater. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Kern, and introduce yourself to the listeners. Sure. Um... Welcome, gamer guys and gamer chicks. This is Kern Kater. I play a level 15, uh, currently level 15 Night Elf Priestess on the Scarlet Crusade role-playing server. Um, I'm glad to be here with this group of gentlemen and kind of add a voice for all those gamer chicks out there. So I look forward to seeing your emails on our new forums. Great. Well, it's good to be back on the show after a two-week hiatus. Uh, Cromley took a quick break, uh, went on vacation, and we got time to get the show in order for the next coming months. Uh, I want to say a big shout-out, thank you to all the listeners that sent us emails about our first show. Uh, we really enjoyed the positive feedback and a lot of constructive feedback about uh, our technical capabilities and whatnot. We Hopefully uh, you guys will approve a little bit more about what we've done here so far. The new forum area is now live on the website, so just go to www.taverncast.com, click on the forums link on the left, and create yourself an account. You'll need a active email address to actually create the account. A lot of the things that we talk about on the show will be transposed onto the forum so that you can read it. Uh, and there'll be a lot of uh, topics that will expand some of the things that we've talked about. So, hey, what's been going on with you guys in the past couple weeks? Well, I've been on vacation. This is Cromley. I've been on vacation, and... Uh, Do you have a chance to play it all or plug into a Starbucks or anything while you were out there? No, I have my laptop with me, which is our current recording studio technology. It is Warcraft. It is pretty much game less. That is too bad. It's at level two. I could probably run Diablo on it. That's about it. So. Ooh. Well, you could get into Battle.net with that then. Ooh, Battle.net, yeah. <laughs> well, Karg and I uh, were kind of busy last week. We uh, got a pickup group to go to the Molten Core, and it didn't turn out so well. Yeah, well, I um, guess we'll be um, touching a little bit more about uh, huge uh, raid instances, but last week's Molten Core pickup group, uh, I could probably touch a little bit about what to do and what especially not to do uh, on pickup raids and what kind of pickup raids to avoid. We definitely had some problems. We were there for going on six hours and we got past, what, seven or eight mobs to get to Lucifron and Lucifron is a big boss and Molten Core pretty much wiped the party three times and then we quit. Pretty much. Uh, I actually got a few uh, private messages from Eloysius uh, over here telling me <laughs> that he how, how bad he wants to leave and keep on, he keeps on asking me what's the reason to come on this yeah, raid. Yeah, I, I kept complaining to Karg the whole time I was there. I was like, so uh, what's the point of coming to Molten Core again? Six hours of my life so I can <laughs> you spend 15 minutes per mob killing them and every other mob the whole group wipes and nothing drops. Nothing was ever dropped. 
I think I well, yeah, that's not entirely true. I mean, I think I, I eventually looted Burning Pitch, which sells for like <laughs> two silver to a vendor. No, I think I think I got a lifeless stone, so that that went pretty so, well for me. So in summary, you spent two gold to repair your items. No, no, and no. You got four silver. Oh, I spent about four gold plus to repair the so items. So four gold for repairs. You spent. You got four silver. And six hours gone. This yep, is why but, I don't do instances. But I am uber elite for having gone to Molten Core. So now I can finally say I've been to the Molten Core, so I'm in that and upper echelon. And you've died echelon. there many times. Oh, I've died there so many times. That well, well I, I do have a, a nice screenshot of a total wipeout at uh, Lucifron, so I'll definitely post that. <laughs> You're giving a little bit of Karg's character away. The entire raid group is dying and Karg runs. And takes a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might just mean he's the smart one. <laughs> So I'll so, definitely post that on the forums uh, shortly here. That's fitting for a gnome. <laughs> so, hey, Kern Katera, what have you been up to? Oh, well, uh, I finally found myself a wonderful guild that I want to be part of. Um, I'm now a member of Eve Night Dreamers on the Scarlet Crusade. I want to say hi to all of them. They're all looking forward to this tavern cast. Not been doing a whole lot. Again, I'm, I'm only level 15. Um, I also play a level 37 um, Night Elf Priestess on the Manoroth server. Which you didn't like very much, right? After a while or after a time? Right. I, I think I've gotten I've gotten to the point now where I'm in Stranglethorn Vale for much of my questing and it's just it's a gang fest and I'm not that great at PvP. I'm really into the into the world of Warcraft much more for the visuals and for the player um, interactions and I just I'm really not much for PvP. So I think I'm kinda letting her take a break for a little while. Truth be told, Kern Katera got pulled along by the rest of us in the in the beginning when we all decided to go PvP, and uh, you know, with, without much knowledge in the game, she went into the PvP server and just found out that that was just not her style. Well, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit later a little bit more about myself, but this is my first MMO, so that was kind of a, a rude awakening to how this all works. So, but other than that, I've just been kind of trying to keep keep up. One of my guild members has been purchasing me beautiful things to wear, so we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> nice. I think Karg is very jealous. Karg is jealous. What? You know, if you want to know what happened off uh, off mic there, so we can explain it to you. Kern Katir is drinking a beer right now, and the bottle is generating copious amounts of uh, carbon dioxide. Fizz and, or something. Yeah, and carbon dioxide is coming up through the bottle like gangbusters, and so she plugs it with her thumb, and every couple of seconds she's got to unplug it, and it's getting to be kind of comical, so there you go. There we go. Why don't you put that up to the mic there, Kern, after you plug it, and uh, let yeah. the listeners Kevin Kess is brought to you by... <laughs> so hey, let's get right into the news. The news. Only real news this week uh, is the Dark Moon Fair, which we told you was going to start around August 1st. Uh, I checked actually in game today because it's August 1st. It's not quite here yet, but uh, I hear from some rumors going around in the game that it might be out by Wednesday, August the third. August third. the third. August the third. The only thing I'm concerned about in the PvP realms is it's going to cause all the level 60s to run into Elwyn Forest and Mulgore, and I think a lot of par- a lot of folks that are getting their start off. In World of Warcraft right now, when the fair is up, might have a bit of a problem. Um, you might see a lot of lag there too, so I think you're gonna. It's like bad carnies with good kids. So it's. Now, do you have to pay for that upgrade or not? I'm not sure. Pay for the upgrade. Yeah, well, the Dark Dark Fair. Yeah, oh, it's what not is an it? upgrade. What it's is just it? A, well, it's a. Uh, it's a patch. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. You've it's a fair it. that travels. Last from... Where were you last okay. episode? We, we, you know, the listeners know what we're talking about. I Card. had too many beers already, but Card still drink, drink responsible. Well, <laughs> listeners, we know that you <laughs> know what the Dark Moon Fair is, and right. so we will let you go discover it. But be on the lookout mm. in Elwyn Forest. It should be there by the time you hear this cast. Go check it out. If you see a lot of level 60s heading to Elwyn, there's either a raid on Stormwind or it's the fair. Don't be scared. Just shadow meld off to the side, let them pass, and continue on your way. <laughs> they won't hurt you, usually. Slight disclaimer, don't buy candy from Torin. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's also, we found out that uh, Hunter talents are getting a pretty major revamp, apparently. Uh, on the World of Warcraft site, you can go up and see the kind of things they have planned for Hunters now. The talent tree is totally changed. Also, they're coming out with, very shortly on the World of Warcraft site, a talent calculator. All classes will be available for you to see, and it'll allow players to plan out their progression in the talent trees and save it so that you can, from the very beginning, plan what kind of character you want to be and where you want to go. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how that Especially for, yeah, really, because I don't know how many of us. I've respect twice at least, maybe three times. I've done it three times. Yeah, hmm. and that's expensive after a while. So. It is. Certainly it is. I'm up to, I think, ten gold if I want to respect In fact, it. I had to loan money to a guildie to uh, respect, but he paid me back with interest, so thanks, Wise Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to pay money. And that's what guilds are for. That's what guilds are for. Exactly. Yeah, guys, I need, I need 900 gold, so... Um... <laughs> well, I'm up to 14 now. <laughs> we'll get right on that, Karg. Please send in-game cold to Karg. K-A-R-G, Karg. On the Manoroth server. <laughs> <laughs> no, just send it to Karg and see where it goes. <laughs> Time for the MMO slang terms of the week. This week... We're bringing you AFK and AFAIK. What do you guys think it means? What's what's AFK? I don't know. Uh, away from keyboard. Away from keyboard. And basically, for those who may not know, if you see AFK, it means someone has gone to the bathroom, essentially, or maybe gotten something <laughs> to eat, <laughs> or you know, had to take a break somewhere. Uh, some some players refer to it as a bio too. They'll type bio, and that just means they're having a Biological Bio. movement. Exactly. See, I, I don't know. <laughs> why, I, I don't know why AFK has to be a biological movement. It could be, you know, getting a beer or going shopping or shopping. Shopping. I mean, instances are four hours long. You wait four hours. You wait there for forty shopping. people. Shopping. I, you know, only Card would come up with shopping. Well, no, I mean, for example, right? The, the molten core raid that we went to, Eli. We were, so every time you went AFK, you were heading off to Backrack. <laughs> All right. Well, then. <laughs> no, my point being that you wait so long you could probably drive down the road to McDonald's and get something to eat and come back and they'll still be looking for, you know, pickup groups. Or so, you could call and order a pizza. Or you could, could, you could do yeah, so many things. Second McDonald's, can I take your order, please? Yeah, can you hurry up? I got a molten core raid. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. Also, one thing that people sometimes confuse with AFK is another term that I listed here just because it's so close. It's AFAIK. And that doesn't mean away from keyboard or anything close to it. What that means is, as far as I know, A-F-A-I-K. Or, you know, is the instance up and running yet? And you type A-F-A-I-K, which is as far as I know. And so those are your two MMO slang terms of the week. Or you could just say yes or no. <laughs> it's easier to type. That's, that's true. Lol noob. Lol Lol noob will be next week. <laughs> So it's time for our first edition of Taverncast Level Up. And Level Up is where we're gonna we're listening actually to a bunch of the requests from the uh, from the listeners who are you guys are asking us to uh, 
cover the basics and leveling up process of uh, younger characters or lower leveled characters from the beginning of the game all the way up through the end. So, Car, what's that? <laughs> Kill stuff. Kill stuff. There you go. That's how you level up. That's how you level up. <laughs> Karg and I uh, decided to go to another server, uh, the Fire Tree PvP server. And Karg and I decided to level up two new characters on opposing factions so that eventually we can come and fight each other and give you back reports on that. So, Karg, what was your character? Um, well, I decided to start a druid uh, named Fig Tree. What race? <clears throat> uh, it's an elf. I tried looking for the name uh, Tree Hugger or, you know, Tree Lover or something. Because it's a druid. Right, right. Uh, but obviously those names weren't available. Do they like flowers, too? We like flowers. We like pretty flowers. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. You want a flower? Not really. Okay. So mine is a it, mine is my name is uh, Ugnak, <laughs> and my name is Ugnak because I'm a female troll warrior, and she's real pretty. She's Does she like flowers? Is, me Ugnak, me troll woman. You have babies with me. <laughs> if cannibalism be wrong, <laughs> I don't want to be right. So we started leveling up. Uh, this week we're going to just briefly go over some of the things that we thought you guys might want to know about levels 1 through 2. And let me tell you, levels 1 through 2 happen in the course of... How long did it take you? It took me five about... Minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, see, it yeah. took me about ten. Well, you're a noob. You're special. Oh, you're a you know, troll noob. Well, I, you know, I was being used to the Alliance side, because I play almost all Alliance characters in the game, but the Horde faction is a completely different flavor without making the gameplay all that different. The quests are new, and they're interesting, and... It gives the world a fresh, different approach. So a couple of things that I thought about that we should cover. Um, the very most important thing about starting a character on the World of Warcraft is remember to pick your server wisely. And I can't stress that enough. And you guys can contest. Kern, Kintera, you're going to be a big one oh, to yeah. chime in on this. You've got three options. PvE, which is player versus environment. Uh, RP, which is role-playing. And PvP, which is player versus player. And the differences, which I'm not going to go into in depth on those servers, you can go online or go to our forums and check out where I've posted this with the applicable links uh, to tell you what kind of servers are what. But the differences with these servers are, are pretty pretty large. Um, and if you get on the wrong server earlier on in the game, you're going to find later levels you're going to really regret it. Oh, yes. Kern Kateri, you had that experience with the PvP server. Oh, yeah, just as I said before, if you've got... If you enjoy the um, the interaction and whatnot, and and are not really that good or interested in PvP, and you're on a PvP server, you can really find yourself in a world of hurt. Likewise, if you're a if you're elite dude and you want to you start a a, a character on the RP server, you're going to get flames all day long. So it's it's wise to take a look at what those different servers are are designed for and pick wisely. So one of the things I want to say up front is that I don't use the normal World of Warcraft interface. I use the CTMod interface, which is very similar to Cosmos or any of the other add-on modifications that modify the normal World of Warcraft user interface that ships with the game. And I, there's a lot of reasons that I posted on the forum that you can go check why I, why I like it. But CTMod for me seems to be the most stable um, and the easiest to download and add to the game. And it adds a lot of neat things like sidebars and timers and DPS calculators and things like that that you might find useful. I really like it. You might like it. You might want to check it out. Head to our forums and just look at the information that's up there and see if it's right for you. You know, while we're talking about the first two levels, one thing to do is, uh, you know, when you start the game, have fun with it. You know, explore things, walk around, check out your... Uh, cities that you're starting with because uh, when you get to the, the um, higher levels you're gonna have to know a lot of the NPCs that um, you know around your cities so 
Right. I mean, the basics with the first two levels, it's going to teach you questing and how to level up and how to explore the world, and uh, it'll get you off to a pretty good start. The one thing about beginning low-level quests is, you know, you you got to know track your quest and. Uh, Usually, when you start off at low levels, they're going to ask you to kill certain things and a number of certain things, you know, like five um, wild boars or ten panthers or, you know, in the horde's case, you know, ten skeletons. Two ways to track it, actually. One, you know, every time you kill a mob for your quest, they will show you in, in yellow how many you've killed and how many more you need. Uh, the other thing is to press the L key and on your, que your quest log will uh, pop up on a separate window and you'll be able to track it there. So... You know, keep track of your your quests and don't forget to turn them in for experience and uh, loot. Well, remember too that if you're if you're if you open the quest log and you do shift plus click on any quest that's in there, it'll automatically put it into your on-screen quest log, so you can see it on screen without having to pop open your your quest log and look at it practically. That's oh, a great tip. Yeah. I, or I that too. That yeah. You do the same thing and turn it off then. Well, here's another one, too, another great tip, is that at the beginning of a character's life for me, one of the first things I do is create a new chat window. And that's going to be my main area while I'm playing. And the reason I do that is I don't really particularly like to see all the time the general chat channel information, the stuff where people are just gabbing and yelling and asking for help. And I don't usually like to hear the yell channel where people sometimes get a little stupid uh, in level you know one through five and just be annoying. Not so just I, level one through five. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I shut that stuff off uh, by making a new chat window. And I've posted some pretty detailed instructions about how to do this up on our forum. So go ahead and take a look. Uh, it is helpful. I know that Kern Katera, for example, has also done this and made uh, a window that doesn't have some of the features turned on. Oh yeah, it's nice, especially if you're going to RP. You can make special windows that will, um, just for your conversations, and then have one just for your um, information about what you've looted, or where you've gone, or what you've done. So it really it makes things a lot more streamlined, so you can kind of modify that how you like. One thing that I've learned playing starting from a low-level character until level 60 with my uh, Warlock is when you're looting a mob, uh, if you want to loot everything that's, you know, that the mob drops quickly, you want to, you know, hold the shift key down and right-click on your mouse. Well, wait a minute. What does is, what is holding down shift key and clicking do? Oh, it puts everything on the mob into your bags. So everything from the corpse goes into your bags? Right. Oh, cool. Right. But one thing that I'm skeptical, I'm hesitant on asking you guys to do it all the time because I'm, I'm thinking about in instances where you raid with groups and if you do this you know will the uh, blue items or any world items drop will they go into your bag automatically and you automatically be labeled as a ninja well that you know we'll get into that in later <laughs> levels when that becomes more important yeah, that, it becomes a real problem just don't yeah. make a habit out of it at, well, at higher levels <laughs> what's a ninja you must strike hard and fade away <laughs> Everyone knows what ninja is. Well, yeah, I know they were black and kick ass, but it's a hot ninja. What's what's the ninja term in, in this game? Um, you know, I think starting probably level ten uh, upwards uh, in groups, you'll find that you know when you start grouping of people and for quest items or a nice uh, armor or weapon drops, and someone just picks it up without giving you a chance to roll for it, we term those people as ninjas. They are not really hot ninjas. They're just plain ninjas. I would say too that anyone who who doesn't need an item at all or say they're in a, a plate armor wear and they're rolling for the uber elite cloth item mm -hmm. could potentially be called a ninja too because oh, they're yeah. taking it from someone who who they needs need it. it. Yeah. To wrap the uh, leveling uh, segment up, 
the first couple levels, I would say have fun with the game. Probably get from level 1 to 2 in about 10 yeah, minutes, goes, 15 minutes at most. It goes most. really fast. Uh, if you take any longer than that, you need to email us and we'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot more tips than this up on our forums. Uh, some of the things we didn't cut, have time to cover here on the show. Uh, go on up there. There's detailed instructions and tips for everything that we encountered from levels 1 to 2. And I think, Karg, that anyone t checking out our tips and whatnot is going to have a far easier time early on in the game uh, than they would just trying to figure it out on their own. Well, they should. Yeah, if, if uh, any questions regarding that, just uh, drop in the forum and uh, post something and we'll answer. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with more TavernCast and a new section from Kirk Gutierrez. Okay, guys, can we bypass him? I think Leroy needs something. Isn't he a paladin? Christ. I think it's a pretty good plan. Okay, guys, I'll run in first. We should be able to pull it off this time. 32.33 percentage of survival. I think Leroy needs something. We'll be in trouble if we don't... Okay, Leroy, you were just stupid as hell. We'll be in trouble if we don't... Uh, well, what we'll do... Uh, what the hell? Uh, it's a lot better than we usually do. Give me a number crunch real quick. Repeating, of course. Oh my god. Do you like chili? Really hot chili? Then you should try O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. That's right, O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili is so hot it's guaranteed to burn the roof of your f***ing mouth or your money back. Made from the hottest jalapenos, spices, and peppers. After just one bite, you'll say, wow, that's the hottest f***ing chili I've ever tasted. That's O'Malley's new really f***ing hot chili. From the makers of goddamn good chowder and ass chicken soup. Pick some up at your f***ing grocer today. Remember, if it's not O'Malley's, it's not that f***ing hot. Welcome back, and welcome to Out of Character, the new portion of TavernCast, where we're going to discuss all things related to role-playing, and I'm your host, Kern Kater, for this. As I mentioned before, I play on the Scarlet Crusade server, and this is my first MMO, which stands for Massively, Massively Multiplayer Online Game. Um, this is also my very first role-playing game, and I'm in no way an expert. There's a lot of the information that I'm going to talk about here today is courtesy of my guild members from the Eve Night Dreamers in addition to my own experience and thoughts. And you as our listeners are cordially invited to add your own thoughts in our forums on our website. Just click on the out of character subheading and send your thoughts my way and they may even end up on our next Taverncast. Taverncast is located at www.taverncast.com. Thank you, Eli. So uh, <laughs> for our first time here, <laughs> there may be some of you who may be, may be unfamiliar with the idea of role playing basic definitions, acronyms, etc. So I'm going to take a minute and go over a few of these things and set the ground rules for what we're going to be discussing. Um, I'm going to talk about... Wait, there's rules? Well, yeah, there's rules to everything that 
succeeds well. On the, on the RP server, or are you saying in general for I'm the talking game? Only, I'm talking only about the RP server If I don't here. like an RP, or can I kill them? In, no. In the game? No, you can't. Can That's I, what can you I do s- on the PvP server. Can I say, slash, I killed you, and then the guy <laughs> falls down? Well, we're we're going to actually talk about... We're going to talk about emotes actually a little bit later, Karg, so you, oh. you can bring that up when I bring that God, up. Thank that God, thank you. <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about what role-playing is, um, how to develop your character, and then a couple basic acronyms that you're going to want to know. So Elwindran and Nagel from my guild had a couple great ideas for solid definitions of what role-playing is. They said role-playing is improvised storytelling or acting. Stories reflect the character of the authors, and in World of Warcraft that equates to the players. I thought the cool idea was that role-playing is the same thing that actors get paid millions of dollars to do. We just get to play a game while we do it, although I'd like to have the millions of dollars. I don't know about you. Well, we got to pay for this, though. That's so would true. these be yeah. grade yeah. A actors <laughs> or grade B actors? I think it depends upon the role-playing characters that you're playing with, because some are, some are grade A and some are... What if I'm, what if I'm role-playing a grade B actor? Well, you can play it. We'll, we'll play a grade B actor, absolutely. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I challenge you. There are a lot of people that take that take RP very seriously and really enjoy it. So I'm I'm really hoping that that you guys will have a chance to, if you really feel up to it, just kind of create a low level character and kind of run run to one of the larger cities and see what it's like. Because it really is a lot of fun. I actually give a lot of hard time to RP, but the the sad sad truth is that I've got five characters on an RP server and I kind of like it quite a bit. That's not a sad truth. It's actually really Cool. Well, so, different no. strokes for different folks. Oh. <laughs> 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 okay, folks, as you can tell. We've been we've been imbibing during our broadcast, so here we go. Well the best way to start on an RP server is to develop to develop your character, which means to put a little thought into it before you pick a gender, a race, a class, and a name. Like so here, a background. Exactly. So here's how you, here's some I, some suggestions on how to develop your character. For the first very first thing, think about a decent role playing name. No more Legolas, Drist, <laughs> names like Big Boobs or I Am Weasel or Holy Paladin or Hero Warrior. Fort Ninja. Exactly. Fort Ninja. That's a perfect <laughs> suggestion. Fort Ninja. It, well, it makes people who play on RP realms who are, to RP who are there to role play want to bash in yes, our does. skulls and yours. So, you know, pick a name that you're going to like. If, if you're on an RP server and you're running around and you see somebody with I Kill Horde, I mean, nobody's going to take you seriously. So pick a name that you really like. Yeah, she's very right about that, too, because I'm kind of a softcore RPer, but it is annoying to see Leet Noob running around in the world that uh, I'm trying to assume is going to be taken a little bit more seriously. If I want that nonsense, I'll go on Manoroth and be ganked by Leet Noob the Tauren. <laughs> exactly. Or gank them. Yeah. That's, That's true. <laughs> Um, there are a lot of um, guild members in my guild that have experience. For example, I was talking with Silverfrost. She was telling me the backstory is really important. You don't have to have the whole thing right away as these things develop over time, but having some kind of motivation at the beginning helps. Give us an example of motivation for your character, for example. My character, I was thinking about it, and I'm not one of these... I, I don't feel comfortable... You play a priest. I play a priest, first of all. So I wanted to be someone who heals and helps and so on and so forth. So I'm, I really don't have much of backstory yet. I'm still kind of working on mine, but that was kind of the, the base of it. I, I, I tried playing a rogue character earlier, and I just really didn't get into it. I didn't like the whole thought of backstabbing and just solely killing things. And, I mean, it's not that it's against my religion or anything. It just it didn't appeal to me to actually play that out. I'd he much probably rather... has got a big grin on his face now. He's like, rogues? What? I love rogues. <laughs> backstabbing. <Yeah>. Backstabbing. <laughs> I can do that. Now, now, the question on the RP servers is that, you know, we know that on, on the, uh, well, on Manorok at least, 
99% of the uh, female characters are played by guys. Um, <laughs> so this is Carg's main question. I can already see it coming. Yeah. So, you know, on the RP server, yeah. are the girls mostly girls or, you know... You know, I, someone else had put that question to me as to whether or not you can tell a character is female or male by how they interact or whatever. And you know what? I, I, I've never really been able to tell on the RP servers. A lot of people, and I'll get into this later, they speak the way their characters want them want to speak. And so sometimes you... I've run into characters that I would have thought were female, but later on we're talking out of character, and they're males. And it, it really throws me for a loop, which is kind of why I like being that immersed in the game in a role-playing situation. Well, we don't want to delve too much into this, because this opens up a can of the worms the size of an entire show to figure out the implications. And, and you know, we'll talk about this a little bit later at another show, too. So to get back to how to develop your character, one of the... One of the other things we're talking about, one misconception people commonly have, is that you have to talk in Old English. What? Hark! Hark! What is that thing hark over there? Name. Exactly. Bring me thine beer. And you know what? There, there are some characters that really like to talk like that and really enjoy talking like that, and that's what their character's all about. And that's, you know, that's fine, but it's not a requirement. Actually, commonly, does that come from the old mud days? Did people do that? No, not any of the ones I ever played. W where did that start? Do you know? I have no idea. <laughs> Well, a good way to figure out how you how you want your character to talk is to listen to the game. How do the NPCs talk in your area? That's a good start for your person. You don't have to stay in the usual. If you're consistent, you can pull off a gnome that sounds like an Irish gutter snipe if you want, um, or a human who sounds like a dwarf, or you can you can talk in the Old English if you want. It's your choice, but you just want to try to be as consistent as possible with that. It seems like the World of Warcraft is pretty uh, pretty pretty basic it sounds like a modern day movie mm -hmm. you know they don't they don't try to all the npc characters maybe have accents or ways of speaking but nothing well they have to be understood by the players so they can't get too crazy with right. the yeah. or anything. Well, the other thing one other um aspect i want you to think about it, with regard to developing your character and this is the last point i'm going to make here is that you want to try to be a little upbeat if you think about it not every um not every character has to be an orphan or an ex-slave you know, there are going to be some well-adjusted, you know, balanced home people there out there. Some, oh, but come on, that makes for a good story. Well, it does, but you can't. everybody can't be like that. So you want to try to be, you know, kind of balance it out. You don't always have to play the same character, or you don't. your character doesn't have to come from the most desperate of places. I think a gnome pimp would be cool. <laughs> that you, that's what you RP on Manor off, isn't it? Actually, I have a relevant question to RPing that, that maybe you can answer for me. When you're RPing in in the hardcore way that you're talking about, do you discuss things that are going on in the world related to quests or other zones or things like that? Is it things that maybe they're coming or, or? As a matter of fact, that's exactly how I met my current guild members. Was that I was standing around in Darnassus? Was it Darnassus? No, in uh, Aberdeen in uh, Darkshore one day, and someone was asking had anyone seen the horde recently. And earlier that afternoon, an entire Horde of Horde had run through <laughs> levels 40 through 60, run through, killed everything, and some of them went to Darnassus and some, went, some of them went to Menethil. And so being able to say that, then they were all talking about the horrors of the Horde and how their families had blah, blah, blah. And so that gives them an opportunity to open up and to roleplay their characters more in public, which is part of the reason why some people are on the server. So then you can kind of build up your... Um, your community, you can build up your character, you can build up your um, character development just by interacting with others based on what's going on in the world. So there are two acronyms that I want to touch on um, briefly that are very important to, to understand the difference between IC and OOC. 
And IC stands for in character, which is most conversation. Not used in general channels. General channel is out of character, but use in character when you want to slash say, slash whisper, sometimes in parties. This is what your character would say as part of their personality. How your character would speak in real life. Your character, not you. Out of character is when you're not acting like your character when you're talking like yourself and they're always used out of character is always used in double parentheses so you do double open parentheses type in has anyone seen the npc for blah 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 and then end with two clo two double close parentheses that's important to remember as a point of communication on the rp server so you're if you're a lazy right. player stay away from the if rp server if you're lazy server. come to manorah yeah <laughs> They will gladly take you there and will be glad not to see They'll you in the rest of the So much hatred and exactly. animosity between the PvP servers and the RP servers. Let's it have a smackdown contest. We just need not to understand that. We're, we're, we're a very happy group. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed that. I will look forward to your, uh, to your emails and your postings in the forum. Give me some ideas of anything else you'd like to talk about, and we can address that next time. Something or just stand there and bleed. So this is Cromley, and I'm going to do a section. I think I'm going to call the Dark Corner. The Dark Corner. <laughs> the Dark Coroner. This dark is Corona. Like a, dark this is like medical examination drama. No. So, anyways, I'm a level 60 rogue. I'm Manoroth. Although my equipment is very poor, I think I play rogues fairly well. So hopefully, I'm at least somewhat useful to to do this section. And today, I'm just going to do a quick overview of of rogues and and what rogues are all about for people who don't play other ones. And I'd like to talk about one quick pet peeve I have, which is rogue is R-O-G-U-E. It's not rouge? Rouge is R-O-U-G-E, and that is makeup. There is a <laughs> big difference here, people. <laughs> oh, so, come on. You well, can be a pretty rogue. It depends on the rogue. Here. But you're not supposed to see rogues, which is my first point. <laughs> Maybe if you wear makeup, you won't want to see the rogue. That's true. I wouldn't want to see a rogue in makeup. So the main strength... <laughs> Talking about strengths and weaknesses, the main strength about a rogue is stealth. So without stealth, a rogue is just a warrior with a third of the armor and health that a warrior has. So in other words, you're not a very good warrior. Stealth is what allows you to avoid fights. It allows you to complete quests that other people can't solo. And in general, it makes it a lot easier to solo things. You can go places that other classes can't go without a whole party, and it's pretty much what defines a rogue. Just a few tips about stealth. First of all, it seems to be level-based. So, for example, as a level 60 character, I see level low-level rogues very easily, even fairly far away. Now, if you're more than, say, I don't know, 25 yards away, you're probably not going to see a stealth rogue no matter what. But closer than that, if you're if there's a big level difference, that's a problem. I see them all the time when they're in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. If, and so keep that in mind if you're a low-level rogue trying to sneak around a high-level area or vice versa. So basically, stay far away, because closer is bad. If you are in stealth mode, in a... In a in a uh, hostile area, stay off of the heavily traveled areas. Don't stealth and stand in the middle of the road, because some, in my case, horde person's going to ride by and see you and gank you. But that's when you need to be wearing rouge, because then when you unstealth and he sees you wearing the rouge, he runs. He well, might do something he, even worse. He might think you're a part of the horde. Yeah. I think you guys are great <laughs> candidates for the RP server. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you'd have to spell better. <laughs> so the other thing Definitely. I would recommend is uh, max out your applicable talents, which are in the subtlety section. There's a set of talent of five talent slots that can increase your stealth ability, and there's another, there's other ones, but you, you, we'll, we'll do, talk more about talents in a future show. My general point is that 
rogues are all about stealth, so you might as well max out your stealth. Another thing to avoid is giveaways. So if you have a pet cat or a pet panda or something following you around in your stealth, guess what? If experienced horde player out there sees just a panda sitting around. Oh, look, a panda on look, its own. Look, a panda, yeah. In hey. the snowy wilderness of winter spring. I'm going to drop a fireball there and see what <laughs> comes out. Another thing to watch out for is hunters, which in general are uh, nice meat for, for rogues. They do have flair at higher levels, and flair will reveal you. So watch out for that. It looks like a firework. Have you ever seen people setting off fireworks? That's what it Can't looks like. Can't the mages like spam uh, some of their like arcane explosions yeah, or whatever? Yeah, that's the next that thing is that anything that does damage to you other than falling will drop you out of stealth mode. So watch out for area effect, frost rain or whatever that you know all those different spells. Watch out for those because if you take any damage, all of a sudden you're visible and that's bad. Um, so avoid area effects. The other thing is that if you have a, a, a damage over time or a dot on you, like a poison or something, so that you're taking damage, every time you take damage, if you stealth, you're just going to come out of stealth within a couple seconds when you take damage. Damage is what you're all about, actually giving it, not taking it. As a rogue, you have probably one of the highest DPSs out there. I, I think you might be in a tie with mages. Yeah, rogues are uber. Yeah, we do a lot of damage. And we also have some other handy skills, like, for example, sap. Sap is very good. You can use it to stun players or enemy uh, mobs that are not in combat. And if you have improved sap, which is an upper level talent, it actually lets you sap and go right back into stealth mode so they never even see you. Yeah, I've been sapped by horde rogues before and stun, sap and stun and sap and stun to the point where I get maybe you know a few seconds of action against them and that's yeah. it. Well, but the thing to remember with sap though is that if you take any damage, if you do any damage to someone who's sap, they come out of sap. So it's a stun that's not for combat. Another important skill is lockpicking. Uh, there's no other way that I know of. Uh, no, actually, there's some engineering things you can build to open up lock chests. Blacksmithing as well can produce keys. Yeah, they can produce keys, but lockpicking is another important one. And then uh, vanish is one of the, I'd say, key skills that thieves have. It allows you to uh, basically go into stealth mode in the middle of combat, which is your primary means of escaping combat when things are going badly. And then blind is another useful one that will actually, in a way, stun another an enemy uh, mob or player and then keep them from acting for a while. It doesn't last very long, but it's handy. There's, of course, all kinds of other skills, and in future shows I'll talk more about the skills I picked. So those are all the strengths of a rogue. Uh, now we'll talk a little bit about the weaknesses of a rogue. And obviously the number one weakness, or maybe not so obviously, but if you play a rogue it's obvious, is that you can't take damage at all. You're limited to wearing leather armor or cloth, so your damage reduction capabilities are very poor. And you also have very low hit points. On a par, I imagine, I'd say you're higher than a mage or a priest or other cloth-wearing classes, but you're still very low. And you're nowhere near a paladin or a warrior or any of those. You also have no ranged combat capabilities, or almost none. You can throw weapons, you can use bows and crossbows, but you're not going to do much damage that way. So you're not going to be you know, laying, standing back and, and nuking people like a mage can. Another big problem is you cannot heal in combat at all, other than using first aid or a potion. Really? Nope. You have no healing spells, no, no skills, no nothing. You can eat food, obviously, but you can't do that in combat. Right. And one trick that i found, uh, just as a, an aside, is if you're in a bad fight, uh, this is especially handy in PvE, you can banish, back off, and bandage, then stealth again and go back into the combat. Nice. So you can bandage while you're in combat. Well, banish takes you out of combat. Because you go into stealth mode when you vanish, and then if you back off, so you're not taking any damage from dots or something, mm -hmm. and then you can bandage yourself, and then you can go back into stealth mode and attack again. And then a couple other fairly, I'd say fairly minor things, although they can be a little bit annoying, is that there, you have no travel form, 
It's not like you're not like a druid or a shaman that can get a form to go faster. And you don't get a free mount level 40. You have to save up your, was it 90 gold to, to buy your mount. But you're a rogue, so right? You should be able to get money. So anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll talk more. If you have questions about rogues, send them to me. We'll put them on the forum, and we'll talk more about those in future shows. And here's that sound they make. Or something like that. (laughs) 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 Time for a new section called WTF, or What the Frack? WTF. I've had it with players in this game constantly throwing around the term noob as an accusatory expletive at other players they find to be in any way less informed or less cool than they are. The the term noob means newbie or new player or hey you're less experienced or hey you're an idiot. It's not a friendly term. You hear it all the time. A player asks if there's a flight path in this zone and they are told to go look it up on ThoughtBot, noob. Someone asks an innocuous question that every new player has asked and gets screamed at for being a noob. The noob thing has really gotten out of hand. It makes me wonder about the kind of person that constantly feels the need to use the word at every other player in the game. I mean, what's this guy like in the real world? I can only imagine. On the road. Honey, how many more miles to our exit? Lol, read the map, noob. At the drive-thru. That's one. The map. Two large fries. A chocolate shake. Oh, my effing G. Use the right channel, noob. In social settings. Dude, check out my brand new Ford Escort. Hello, FL New. I had that like 15 years ago. My elite Lexus totally pwned your Escort. In stressful situations. You have the right to remain silent. Oh, shut the F up, noob. In matters of love. You've become very special to me, and I think I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> Lola skaters, you RP noob. In reality, everyone is a noob, and everyone is elite at one thing or another. I mean, the 16-year-old kid likely has a vast amount of knowledge on what life is like for a teenager in the year 2005, while the 35-year-old businessman has no clue. The farmer may not know a lot about astrophysics, but I bet he can grow wheat better than the average scientist. This is where you are. Lots of players are in WoW, all with very different backgrounds. They may in some cases be new to the game, but they are hardly noobs in the literal sense of the word. Remember that you two were once new in this game and probably asked a stupid question once or twice. Hopefully, someone took the time to answer your noob inquiry without flaming you. That's what you should do. Have some patience, or don't, but the next time you type the term noob into the chat window, keep in mind that the real noob might be you. WTF. Last week, I had an email from uh, Dennis um, regarding <laughs> my comment about why warlocks uh, suck. Question from Dennis. I'm interested in why you feel warlocks suck. I heard about soul shards being a biatch because of the room they take in your bags, but I also hear that Blizzard is working on something to fix that. Help this guy out, Karg! Well, to answer your question, Dennis, um, soul, soul shards is definitely a pain uh, because you have to pretty much use it for almost... Um, well, all your pets except the imp. Um, a few of your spells, uh, two of the most important ones would be your hellstone and your soul shard, uh, your soul stone. So the soul stone actually used to take two shards, and now it only takes one, which is you know good for warlocks in a way. Um, so warlocks don't really suck, but it all depends on who's playing the warlock. Like if it's Karg. Like if it's Karg, then yeah, you can say all warlocks suck. No, no, Karg um, is Uber. Karg, 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 Karg is Karg is Uber. Karg rocks my paladin. 
Carly. Right, Kark is one three three seven. If any one of you out there have any questions regarding World of Warcraft, World of Strange People, and anything else that you want to ask, anything, anything, and I mean anything, anything, anything. Why is the sky blue, Kark? Just send it to ask Kark section. Don't ask Kark. <laughs> We'll definitely answer it on the next podcast, and hopefully, yours will be one of the questions that Karg answers. Toodles. All right, we're gonna wrap things up here for our second show on Taverncast. We want to hear from you. Uh, we've got a forum page up now and our contact form on the website, so let's hear what you have to say. Send us your in-game tales of triumph, humor, tragedy, whatever you got. Your Leroy Jenkins tales, and we'll read the account on the show. And you can find TavernCast at www.taverncast.com. You can also find our podcast on Apple's iTunes and probably in a few other places around the web, but just go to www.taverncast.com. All right, we'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye. TavernCast is recorded live in front of a studio audience. The world of Warcraft is the property of Blizzard Entertainment and all rights are reserved. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and urges those of you who are of age to have a stout heart and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Dust off your favorite drinking mug, order a pint of... <laughs> Did you hear that? So I heard you. Give it to me. Oh, I'm fine. Give it to Derek and let him walk it out the room. No, first, I'm right? not going to walk my beer out the room. I'll keep my thumb in it. Thank you. Right. <laughs> you going to pop it every second? <laughs> no, it's building up pressure. My thumb hurts. I know. Okay. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's still recording. All right. <clears throat> Tales and tricks from the great world of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs>